All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Conference finals start tonight, and we're not in it. Damn it. Let's get into it with the lead. Actually, big psych. We're not going to get into it at all. No. Do you give a shit about Carolina, Florida? Not even sure who's in it anymore, to be honest. Carolina, Florida. Don't care. I like, I'm mildly (laughs) intrigued to see if the Panthers can keep this miracle run going. Yeah, that's kind of the only thing that I'm like, all right, well, that'll be cool. And I would like to see. I, I'm going to say something now, and I don't mean this to be a personal attack on the man, but I'm saying this because I don't want to hear about it. Yeah. I don't want Jesse Pugliavi to win the Stanley Cup. I don't either. It's and nothing again, to do with him. Be it's cool to do for with him. all of you. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, Twitter, when it's like, oh, Pugliavi won a ring before the Oilers. I'm like, well, he was healthy scratched a lot, even though they were missing a lot of other oh, forwards. He was, on, uh, he was on the ice for the overtime goal. Well, so what? Yeah. <laughs> How many overtime goals was Kyler Yamamoto on the ice for, Liam? Yeah, get one game-winning goal. Shout uh, out, Yessie. <laughs> yeah, shout out, Yessie. Uh, welcome into Oilers Nation every day, live from the Sports Closet studio and live on the Oilers Nation YouTube, where our boy Owen is in and says, hey, I'm first again. I really want to see the Oilers get Connor Brown, cheap top six right-wing score. Max Pacioretty intrigues me. Max Pacioretty should intrigue you. He would score a boatload of goals here in Edmonton. American-born player. Uh, I don't know if he's exactly itching to play in Canada for a million bucks, though. And he's also like dealt with the highest amount of media, being the captain of the Montreal Canadiens. Yeah. Wasn't he like only the second non-French-speaking player to be the captain? I think it was Someone Brian Gionta was the first, and then it went straight to Max Pacioretty. Pacioretty kind of sounds French. 
It does. Super American. Super American. <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't think he's got any cravings to come up and play in Edmonton. Well, because the thing with a guy like Pacioretty, one, the Oilers aren't going to be able to offer him like a ton of money. No. I don't think anyone will offer him a ton of money coming off that injury. If the Oilers can offer him one and a half, there will be three or four American markets that also offer him one and a half. Like yeah. if you have the choice between Tampa, tax-free, mil and a half, Edmonton, winter, mil and a half. Eh. Yeah, I know where I would pick. It's kind of yeah. like the same discussion of Corey Perry yesterday. Yeah, which is why me and you are debating turning this into Tampa Bay Lightning every day and living in Florida. Hey, hey twist my rubber off. <laughs> All righty. Uh, Guitar Maniac also hopped in and said, you forgot to talk about Max Pacioretty as an option yesterday. I mean, forgot. Eh. It came across my mind. Yeah. But kind of feels pointless. Uh, Adam is in and says, I would love Carson Susie on our blue line. CC for Susie sounds great. I mean, like audibly CC <laughs> yes. for Susie does sound great. Uh, Carson Susie is a UFA, so you don't have to trade anything for him. Is he a righty? Uh, no, he's a lefty. Kind of running into a bit of an obstacle there. But again, kind of spoke about this yesterday too. Like, does it matter? How much does it matter? If you have four defensemen ah, yeah. out lefties, two that are righties, and but they can all play very, very well. Like for me, like I mean, if it becomes an option, sure, but you would have to move out CC for something at least. That was weird. That did move, right? Yeah, it well, moved. We're not sure. going crazy. <laughs> um, the Viking Alberta native Carson Susi. I think he's kind of like a Brett Kulak, right? He's yeah. got some more size, six five, probably a bit meaner than uh, Brett Kulak as well. Maybe doesn't move quite as well, but I see him in the same ilk as like a guy you can really trust to play third bearing minutes, but you can elevate at times if you need to. Hmm. But like I, I agree, if you had four lefties and two righties to start the year, as long as your seventh defenseman was a righty, I think that'd be fine. I think yeah. the issue we'd run into with this Oilers team is if you keep Broberg and you want to sign Susie and you trade Cody CC. Then you're sitting at some at a situation where it's like, okay, we actually have five lefties and two righties, and one of them's got to sit. Like, it gets complicated in a hurry. I think. Yeah, it does. I think one thing is intriguing. This kind of crossed my mind too. Is like discussed it a lot. This free agency class isn't the best. I yeah. think you can get some good depth players, but like, and I have not looked at this yet. But I wonder what the trade deadline class could look like. Like, I know we're kind of looking really far down the line there, but like. I wonder if Ken Holland's like, you know what? Maybe we won't go right to the cap in yep. free agency because this guy, this guy, and this guy might be available. I mean, Ken Holland's Leave 500K, let it accumulate. Yeah, see what happens. And yeah, it's the first year they, they're not in LTIR under Ken Holland. Yep. So as right now anyway, so we'll see. But yeah, I'd be curious to see what that kind of group looks like. Max Petretti's name was tossed around yesterday on Twitter. I, don't, I think he's going right back to Chicago. And, Max the, Domi. Max Domi. Sorry, it's just on my mind now. You were like, Max Pacioretty's name is getting tossed around. I'm like, yeah, we just did it like four minutes yeah, ago. You heard about that? What do you think? Uh, yeah, I don't know if Domi's going to go. I think he'll have enough contenders that he debates signing with a contender. How's he been with Dallas? I good. feel like he's been good. pretty serviceable, he's right? Games. He's a good player. Yep. I'd like him on the others, but do you really want to move out Yamamoto to bring in a guy of similar stature, better player, but yeah, better player, a little bit grittier. Uh, no, I, I wouldn't do that. I think he's going to cost you three mil and the Oilers can't sign a $3 million player. They're trying to get rid of $3 million mm -hmm. players, which brings us to our Sherwood Ford giant off season question of the day. We're wasting no time, Liam. We are jumping right into it. All right. What will the Oilers blue line look like next season? Now our boy Aaron has pulled up the cap friendly page. And as you can see, if Ken Holland or Steve Stales or whoever's running this hockey team during the off season, Decides you could just bring back the same crew. You could bridge yeah. Evan Bouchard, give him a $3 million deal for the next two years, 
And you could run back the same seven defensemen that you had these playoffs. Is that smart? I'm torn on it. I think on one hand, a full season of Ekholm and Bouchard as a pairing could make life easier on a CC nurse pairing. Mm-hmm. That's intriguing to me. I I think Cody CC can be better than he was this year. I think he's got that in him. I don't know if we fully get first year Cody CC, who I loved. I think we're somewhere in the middle of the two seasons. And we're going to get to CC a little bit more in depth in just a second here. Would it be a mistake to bring back the same seven D men? I guess that's my first question. Um, I think I'll say yes. I think sometimes just getting a new face in the picture can be very beneficial. The Oilers saw the the outcome of that when they acquired Matthias Ekholm, and I know he's a high-end defenseman, and I think he would yeah. chase mo- most teams, but you bring in that new identity, they have new ideas. It's kind of the same idea of like changing your assistant coaches every few yeah. years, right? Like this blue line has been together. Now this would be coming up to the third season of like the core group, I guess you could say. So I wouldn't be disappointed if Cody CC came back. Cause I think you're right in saying, I don't think we'll get the Cody CC we got this year again. I think he is a much better defenseman yeah. than what he showed. And the value we got in year one is what you would obviously want to see a little bit more of, but I'll go on the other side of it and say I would like Ken Holland to make some adjustments on the blue line. I think a lot of people would agree with you as well. And we got some people in here saying, hey, maybe you you know move on from DeHarnay. I don't know why you would. He makes 750K. Yeah. He can be your seventh defenseman at worst next year, or he can play a lot like he did this year. Like I, I think I want, I think you're stupid to let a guy like DeHarnay go. Broberg, I'm on the fence about. Yeah, we talked and, about this. And we? he's kind of the interesting one because if you decide to move Broberg, which I mean, wouldn't that be something for Ken Holland to do, right? Move the first pick he made. And I think we almost did this with Bouchard in a weird way too. I think we're forgetting how young Philip Broberg is. He's 21 top 10 pick. Would you have liked him to, you know, come around a little quicker? Absolutely. But he's fine in the NHL. He didn't really struggle all that hard in playoff games. Like he was adequate. And he's 21. We know defensemen take longer to develop. Evan Bouchard popped off in the back half of this year. That's the back half of his 23-year-old season. He popped off. Mm -hmm. Why are we... like? And again, I'm someone who's bringing it up. I'm like, hey, it's time to... Again, pardon my language. Shit or get off the pot with Broberg is what I said on Oilers Nation Radio. But now I'm going to kill. He's 21. Like, why Why are we freaking out that he's not a top four D man yet, do we need to give him more time? Do you need to make room for him and debate moving a guy like Kulak? I think it's a mistake. I think you can play Kulak on the right side with Broberg next year. That can be your third pairing. Vinny's your seventh D. I don't hate that plan. And I think there's reason to expect next year at some point is when Broberg takes not a Bouchard-esque step because he's not going to be PP1. He's not going to be PP2 but a step forward in terms of his ability at five on five. Cause I actually think he's got the ceiling to be a better five on five defender than Evan Bouchard is. I think he'll be a better defender overall than Evan Bouchard will be. I, I think you're right in saying that he was good in the playoffs. Like you, I shouldn't say, yeah, you know what? He was good in the playoffs. He had that rough game when he took the two penalties. One of them wasn't his fault. One of them, he just kind of fell down on two, but I think he's a guy you can put out there and trust. And I would like to see the Oilers continue to, so I have that trust in him and play him a little bit more. I think next season, I would like to see him on that third pairing with a Brett Kulak. And also in a similar sense, by the time Broberg becomes 23 yeah. years old, like Evan Bouchard, 
Matias Ekholm will be 36 or whatever he will be in his contract. He'll be over, right? So maybe that's when you can kind of elevate him then. Like he's yep. very sheltered right now. And maybe you can do that with what they did with Buta, Bouchard this year. Is like, okay, you gradually mix him into things and then you can move yep. out a Tyson Berry to get him in. So yeah, I, I would like Broberg to stay. I think other players would have to go before I consider Broberg. You want seven quality D-men because someone always gets hurt. And if you're healthy scratching one of Vinny or Broberg every night to have that solid group of seven, then I'm in. I think that's the smart thing. I mean, let's be real. You're going to need an eighth defenseman at some point. And yeah. I mean, you may not have the option of waving Marcus Niemelainen anymore. You know, maybe Cam Deneen's that guy. I don't know. You might need nine defensemen throughout the year. This team needs to add more depth to the blue line. So I think any talk of trading DeHarnay is wildly foolish. And unless there is some slam dunk home run deal and the team saying, yeah, we're only pulling the trigger on you getting Travis Konechny if you include Philip Broberg. Okay, well then it's the conversation changes. Do I think they should be going out of their way to try find Phil, find a new home for Philip Broberg? No, I don't think you're tr- like Yamamoto, CC, even to an extent Fogel still. If some team's like, hey, we're going to give you a third round pick, done deal. Sign it. Mm. If some team's like, hey, we'll give you an early second for Broberg, I'm not pulling the trigger on that. No, me neither. It would have to be a first round pick and maybe Even a, little then, bit, I, a little bit more. I think he's he's a he's gonna be a good play for this team. And you're signing Evan Bouchard to this whatever it may be now, maybe around four million. Like you do need value contracts on on your team. And if you can get a day on it, what is he, seven hundred and fifty or whatever it is, and then also a Broberg on his rookie deal still, like that's I think that's more valuable to the team than having to move on. From a Philip Broberg. And I agree with you. The Oilers do need to find way more depth on the blue line. Yep. Then if they do get in situations where Darnell Nurse gets suspended or like Cody Cece is carrying an injury for most of the year, they can adjust and they can bring in somebody whose name isn't Jason Demers. Yeah. And the tough part is finding those guys, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, can you pick up players who you're confident enough will slide through waivers and who can hang out in your minor system and you just bring up? That's where your pro scouting has got to come through, right? You got to identify guys who other organizations don't see as NHL fits, get them in your minors to start the year. And then they're your call up. So that's where drafting well certainly helps out as well. Um, We mentioned they acquired a guy like Cam Deneen, who will probably play a bit of that role next year. I wonder if maybe next season, like can I, I don't watch enough of the Condors to give like an educated answer on this, but like I see a guy like Philip Kemp, who I know a couple of years ago started to make some big steps before turning pro. Like, are you good with Kemp and Deneen and uh, Nima Linen down in Bakersfield being your trio? Mm-hmm. Is Nima going to want to hang out here for another year? If he sees four left shot defensemen in front of him on the depth chart, maybe he goes home. Maybe he says he wants out. I don't know. So I, I think there'll be a, not, this team needs to add more depth pieces on the blue line. And that's going to actually be an interesting challenge this year, like this off season. Cause again, like I think me and you were both just doing the same thing. You're scrolling through cap friendly, looking yeah. at who the free agent D men are. And it's like, okay, like, you know, Mark Pissick, Luke Shen, Connor Clifton, I, Troy Stetcher, Nick Holden. These are all guys who I think would make like interesting sevens, but sure. they're not guys who are in all likelihood going to sign here. If you're like, Hey, assignment one for you is Bakersfield. It's funny you mentioned those guys in two of three or whatever were Edmonton area players. 
I would love like, <laughs> like maybe Mark because Mark Pesci got a bad injury this year. He didn't play. He didn't because play. He signed injury. in Detroit and tore his ACL before the season started. Yeah, so I think he was a player last year. We kind of talked about as being like a death piece. I'd love him. He'd score a hat trick once as a right winger in the NHL for Florida. Versatile is what yeah. he is. I, I think Mark Pissick would be a really intriguing fit. His analytics are always really, really yeah. solid. And if he's a guy who's like, again, I need to rebuild my career a little bit. Let me come into camp. Sign me for one year, one mil. PTO. PT, hashtag PTO everyone. We're not there yet. That's for the summer shows, Liam. Uh, oh, a PTO candidate of the day. Yeah, Don't hey. tempt me with a good time. What did Ken Holland called the Stanley Cup party, party machine? machine? I call PTO season a party machine. That's what I'm all about. Uh, I, I think Mark Pissick would be an interesting fit lower on that depth chart. Sure. Park boy. Correct. Former Edmonton oil King. Hello. Mm-hmm. Again, they'll, they'll need to do a good job. And hopefully this is something Steve Stales is good at. If he's going to be around with the organization for the summer is like identifying some guys. He's got a good scouting background who you can bring in here because you need to get a better layer of depth. They got fortunate mm-hmm. this year. Oh, Everyone played. Yeah, they did. They really, really did. Like obviously Evander came missed time, but. On the blue line, on the blue everyone, line everyone was good. Yeah. And even up front, like you missed Kane every, like McDavid drives a new time and played. They, you didn't deal with something. Sub- Kane is substantial, but like, you know what I'm saying? Would Mark Pissick fall under that, that contract range with Frank Tokas spoke about with Frank? Because we only really spoke about forwards that could do it. I wonder if he yeah. could because of his long-term injury. But and he's played a long, long time. My counter argument, like a guy like Connor Brown or a Max Pacioretty, there's a chance they come in, pop off for 30 goals, and it's like a tangible, like, damn, they did good. Yeah. I don't think you need to bonus a guy like Mark Pissick. He's he should be just he should be eyeing up a contract. Yeah, that's true. Right? That's true. Uh fighting Amish. Didn't Pissick score a hat trick against us once? He never it wasn't against us. I think it was against like Dallas or something. He was yeah. with the Panthers. They put him up on right wing for a game because they were banged up and he scored a hattie. It was sick. Look it up. What a moment. I've met Mark Pissick once. Great guy. Very nice man. It was against, um, I don't know, comeback victory. It doesn't say. Ah, yeah, well, Pissick scored. He scores a decent amount for defensemen. Anyways, I like the idea of Mark Pissick as, as a piece. Ryan Sharp, I've wanted Pissick for the last five years. So have I, man. Um, oh, he's against Toronto. Oh, <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, some talk about moving out forwards and things like that. Sure. Uh, someone asked about Ryan O'Reilly. Don't. He's not coming here. He's either going to, he's either trying to get one more big ticket. Or he's signing in St. Louis or Toronto. How about um, just on that, the comments from Chris Johnston yesterday when he was going through, he was, I can't remember what show he was on, but he was going through the, the Leafs roster and they were just asking him, like, stay or gone? And he got to Mitch Marner and he's like, if you ask me today, I'd say gone. Luckily, they asked him today and he, he said gone. So interesting, interesting wrinkle that he said Nylander was staying. Hmm, maybe that's a topic for the trade machine one day. <laughs> maybe. We're not going to get to that yet. Not getting to that yet. Instead, we're going to get to our player grade for today, Liam. And it is brought to you by Star Mechanical, Edmonton's number one plumbing and heating company. If you need 24-7 emergency service, you have the number memorized yet? Don't 780-481-8873. Aaron bailed you out. <laughs> That's what happened there. Shout out to Star Mechanical. Find out more. Starmechanical.ca. We are moving in order of jersey numbers. Yesterday, Bouchard. I said 90% chance on the graphic of him mm-hmm. coming back. I'm going to up that. I, I think it's more like 95, 96% chance. People were quite worried about it, actually. When yeah, they I were. That out <laughs> they were. And I probably should have been higher. Anyways, today it is Cody Cece. Scored one goal. It was like 
the second game of the year, then yeah. didn't score again. Uh, but you don't pay Cody CC to score you goals. You pay him to defend well and eat minutes. And where I'll give him credit is that he played 80 games and he ate a lot of minutes. Yep. He has a tough ask. He makes 3.25 million and he's supposed to be basically a top pairing defenseman for this team. And early on in the season, when it was Barry and Bouchard behind him, he was their only right shot D man who was good defense, who has a, who is defense first? Is how I'll to be phrase good defensively, yeah. Still, he struggled. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to maybe regret my regular season grade a little bit. I want to knock him up a little bit. I think I'm going to change this from C minus to C plus. He wasn't good enough, even though the ask is hard. He wasn't good enough, in my opinion, to have a B grade in either of these two scenarios. In the playoffs, I thought he really struggled and made a lot of boneheaded moves that cost him goals. Mm-hmm. And again, n- no matter how much you make. Some of it was effort and focus based, in my opinion, which is why I'm grading him as tough as I am. He doesn't move the puck particularly well. He's never going to help you out offensively. He skates up the ice okay at times and things like that. I think he actually does have like a decent offensive brain when it comes to the game. But the issue for me is that he didn't do the physical things well enough. That goal we talked about, whatever it was, game three, where yeah. he just stood there and let Eichel and so do whatever they want. That can't happen. And come playoff time, every play matters that much. So I'm going to up his regular season grade to C+. His playoff grade for me is C-. minus. Do you agree or disagree with that? Well, before you send me what you're going to do, I put my grades on the graphic and I edit them accordingly. I had him as a C for the regular season. I thought there was points in the year you didn't really hear from him, but as the year went on, he gradually did get worse. And I had him as a C- minus as well for the playoffs. I think... For a guy who was so effective for them in the playoffs last season and very reliable, he kind of just fell apart at points. And it's, I think when the team defense overall was so bad in the playoffs, most of it relies on that top two pairing of Nurse and CC. And, and I think when you look at them too, a lot of the mistakes came from CC rather than Nurse. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's fair. And I also had him at a 50% chance of returning because out of all the defensemen, he's the one I think that should be moved if you're going to move anybody. Yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
50%. I really do think it's a coin flip, man. I do too. I'd be interesting, interested to see what people have to say in the chat. Uh, Adarath says, do you package Broberg for an upgrade on CC? So I'm assuming you mean package Broberg and CC. The tough part with that is Broberg would be of interest to teams who aren't contending. Hmm. CC, he's of interest to a very small amount of teams, I think, right? Teams that have money are looking to take a step forward maybe and want a reliable guy to insulate young D-men. I don't know if Broberg and CC, like of the Venn diagram of teams interested in one and the other, I don't know how many are in that middle group, if any. So I'm not sure if you can just straight up do that. Um, Les says, Tyler, if you're grading CC that hard, I hope you're giving Nurse a D grade. I mean, we'll get to Nurse on whatever day we get to Nurse. Um, but he also added CC's barely a number four guy. And someone said, you got to give CC a look away from Nurse. I Listen, think- if we're going to sit here and be like, if you're going to be hard on Nurse, if you're going to call CC barely a number four guy, okay, well, you were asking Darnell Nurse to play top pairing minutes. You were asking CC to play top pairing minutes mm-hmm. as well. I think we can all agree Darnell Nurse is a top four guy. I am still of the belief that Darnell Nurse is a top two guy. He's not a one, but he can be a top two. You got to play him with talent. And you're playing him with a guy who, less as you said, is barely a number four. So can you be hard on Darnell Nurse and criticize his ability as a top pairing D-man when you're trying to ask him to play top pairing minutes with a guy who's barely a number four, in your opinion? That's my problem with that line of thinking. Yeah, I don't think that's that's very fair, is it? Like you're asking that role is supposed to be. CC is supposed to be the defensive-minded player on that team. And it honestly feels like a lot of the time Nurse is kind of making up for the mistakes CC is making when he turns over the puck in yeah. the poor ways or isn't playing physical. So I think Nurse actually has to overdo a lot of things when he plays yeah. with Cody CC. Cody CC for me, needs to play more physically and be more tough on players. And yeah. when that happens, I think that's kind of when he's playing at his best. And I think we saw season that one more CC. last season, yep. uh, the year before. Yeah, so that's what I want to see more from CC this year. I don't really care if he scores goals. Like what well, he scored one goal, 15 points this season. Mm-hmm. Plus 11 for scoring 15 points yeah. is actually a pretty good rate, in my opinion. Like he's not out there a lot, I don't think, trying to be offensive, right? And dude, you know what was weird, actually? In the playoffs, I saw him like three or four times like up in the rush. Yeah, especially late in that yeah. Vegas series, he was jumping up more. Yeah, nosebleeds. Um, Adarath adds, it could be move Broberg and CC in separate deals. What do you think the appetite is to trade Broberg in a win now mode? And we kind of touched on that off the jump. Like, again, you're not going out of your way to move him, but he's not untouchable anymore. He still has that first round pick shine. I'm sure there are GMs out there who'd be interested in taking a stab at him, but his value is also not that high. So I think I'd rather just see if we can run out and, and try to see the upside here. I think the upside of running out one more year of Broberg is greater than the upside of potentially moving him for a pick and then trying to take a gamble. I don't know. Uh, Scott Aroni with a great joke, Cody, and then of CC, he did C minus C minus CC. It it is fitting. We gave him two C grades on there. Um, (laughs) Ryan Sharp, CC was a C minus. And this coming from a guy who bought his new McFarlane Jersey this year. Oh, sorry, Ryan. I want to pass that one on. To be fair, I got Devin's score. So yeah, but that's a you're buying into a bit. Yeah, that's so, true. That's Literally. what it's all about. <laughs> uh, good and you with an interesting one. CC was much better the year before. I wouldn't send him out before seeing if he uh, if he can bounce back. Here's the problem with that: if he bounces back, great. Cody CC three point two year one CC was good. If he doesn't, unmovable. So yeah. if there's a if there's a bit of value, this is why you pay GMs big bucks. If there's a shred of value in him right now, do you move on from because you can get a better piece somewhere else? Why is Kyle's all in? He's sent in a bunch of times. Severson, Severson, Severson. 
Brendan, CC gone, it's Severs in time. I think we are getting major grass is always greener vibes here with Damon Severson. He is not great offensively. He's going to cost you one and a half million dollars, probably more than Cody CC. He turns over pucks quite a bit. I don't know if Damon Severson's the answer. Severson, Severson, good Lord, I don't want to learn. I just don't, I don't think I want to see the Oilers go four by four and a half on Severson or Severson. Whichever way you say it, I don't want him to pay him. He's second on Frank's board, I think, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Like he's good, but like, oh, I just, I think we're, I don't think we're evaluating the player properly here. If you're going to go, like, okay, again, if he costs you, I think he might cost you four and a half to $5 million because he might be one of the highest paid demon on the market. I, I'd be more tempted to take a flyer on Matt Dumba if he wants to try a rebound. And I think he, yeah, like, if you can get him at 3.25 on a short-term deal as he tries to, you know, bounce back his career a little bit, mm-hmm. I would do that if you could move CC and bring in a guy like Dumba on the cheap. I think he pinches like crazy. I think he gives up a ton of odd mans. I don't know if he's a top-pairing solution, but I'd be more interested in a cheaper flyer on Dumba than I would be at... And I just don't think it's realistic to think they can pay a lot of money for a guy like Severson. Severson. hate that name. Did Dumba play with Nuge in Red Deer or yes. were they years apart? Okay, well, played, together. played a couple of seasons when yeah. Dumba was 17. Yeah, I think the Oilers need a bit more stability than a Matt Dumba, though. I think and so, like, too. And yeah. Severson thing, too. Like, I honestly, I want Cody CC to kind of be here because that's kind of the player we need to have. Mm-hmm. Someone who's just like, I'm just going to try and stop them from scoring. They just need to find someone who's a bit more consistent than what Cody CC has shown this past year. Yeah. Again, Maybe he bounces back. But like you said, like you don't have time to wait yeah. and find out because if he does bounce back, then you don't want to trade him. It's kind of a weird spot. Yeah. hundred percent. Like if you're confident Susie can play the right side, you know, that's my dog. Radko Gudis. Mm-hmm. If Florida lets him go, I don't Stick know if man. I, I don't know if I love him as, as an option full time. Justin Hall. I'm good. Scott Mayfield. Sure. That's that's actually my guy. Yeah, give me Scott Mayfield every day of the week for a few years now. You've been clamoring on the Scott Mayfield. I loved him because of his contract. Even if he was two point seven five, like I give him the Kulak deal. Yeah, trade CC yeah, run Mayfield Bouchard and a Vinny Broberg split on the right side or Vinny Kulak split on the right side. I'm all in on that one. Uh, some people wondering about Ryan Graves out in New Jersey. I'd love Ryan Graves as well. Honestly, uh, is he a UFA? He is. Hey. He might be cheaper, but he's a lefty. Uh, you can't build a leftorium here, right? No, you cannot. I'm just yeah. looking at, I'm jumping ahead, Tyler. I'm jumping ahead to see what players are available at the trade deadline. <laughs> you're looking at like, not this coming summer. You're looking at next summer's UFAs. Yeah. What do you got? Uh, I'll read out some names. You tell okay. me yes or no. These okay. are just right-handed defensemen who me, will likely just, be available. Let me just get in the zone. Okay. Okay. Tyson Berry. No. <laughs> Why did you start with that? <laughs> he was just the highest guy who I don't think is going to make the playoffs. Okay. I'm going to assume Winnipeg kind of fall off a cliff next year. Dylan DeMello. Tempting. Tyler Myers. Good Lord, no. Ilya Labushkin. No. Tanev. Chris? Chris Tanev. Yes. Big yes. Robert Bortuzzo. No. Um, Mark Friedman. God, this list sucks. Yeah. That's it. They have, folks. We're screwed. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're screwed, everybody. 
Better just give up now. Um, yeah, I I don't know. It's tough, man. Like that is going to be a big challenge is finding a way to upgrade this blue line with the minimal money you have, right? Yeah. Adarath brings up Brett Pesci. I like Brett Pesci. Is Carolina going to want to move on from him? Well, I think the problem might be Carolina doesn't have much of a choice but to move on from him. When you look at that blue line that they have right now, and again, a team that's going to be facing, uh, they have 24.1 mil. Maybe I, sh- I won't call it a cap crunch, but they got guys to sign. Like, And they don't really have like the ghost will probably be gone. Yeah. Calvin oh, DeHaan going to be a okay. free agent again. The fact that that blue line, like this year, <laughs> the blue line of Slavin Burns, Shea, Ghost, Pesci, DeHaan, Chatfield as well. None of those guys make more than five and a half million dollars. Yeah. yeah, no, they'll probably bring back Pesci. <laughs> I do like him though. I think that'd be an awesome fit. He's got one more year. I don't, I can't see him moving on. That contract's just too good. Yeah, it's going to be tough because you got to, again, CC, I think it's a coin flip. You need to try upgrade this blue line in some way, I think. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't be like a massive mistake to run back the same group because you can upgrade it at the deadline if you need to. The blue line as constructed can get you into the playoffs. A hundred percent. They could wait. They could wait. And I like the point you made. You could just wait. Mm -hmm. Keep a million bucks in cap space. Wait till the deadline. Do something then. Maybe you move like you move Barry at the deadline. You found a way to do it, right? Yeah. Maybe next year it's just instead of Barry Schaefer a first and whatever to get Ekholm, you're just doing a lower case version of it, and you're doing CC in a first for someone. Do you think Kevin Shattenkirk would be someone? I He's, don't want Kevin Shattenkirk. No, I was just looking at his numbers the other day because of the limited on the market. His numbers actually aren't that bad for how bad. Anaheim actually was. He played a lot of minutes for them. I don't think he's that offensive guy that Washington got a few years ago when they no. traded for him, but Cam Fowler, no trade list too, but that's just a guy I was looking at as well. That's fair. I doubt he would come up here, but no, he won't. You, I, would trade a, I would trade a Broberg for him if they took a bit of money. For Fowler? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, then they're keeping half for a couple of years. He's got to agree to come here. He won't. You got to add to that deal. It's complicated. Yeah, that's true. Probably just a bit too complicated. Uh, someone asked if the Oilers have any good defensive prospects coming. No, like the cupboard's bare. Broberg. It's Broberg. <laughs> but where I'll add is that it's not the biggest problem in the world because, Aaron, you can flash this up. Everyone's under team control or can stay for the next two years, right? Like Nurse, Ekholm, CC, Kulak, Bruchard once he's bridged, Broberg. You'll have to bridge him at some point, but right, like everyone can slide back at some point. Hmm. You don't need defensive prospects right now. I think they should probably emphasize drafting a few in the next couple of years. I, like, I think they'll but. use the second round pick on a on a drafted drafting a defenseman issue. They have a lot of forwards. Uh, yeah, Allen's one I like out of Ontario. So who knows if they've seen him play at all this season? Um, there's also they dra- drafted the. <laughs> <laughs> they drafted that Russian defenseman last year who reading stuff that Bruce Kerlock has put out there has been pretty promising. Luca Munzenberger is just a guy yeah. who really knows. But yeah, the cupboards are fairly bare on defensemen for the Oilers, which is strange. For a while, it was they didn't have any forwards, and now they don't have any defensemen. Yeah. So we'll it's kind of weird because that's usually how it goes, right? You draft heavy on what you're deficient on late in drafts, yeah. and then you build up and you go. Um, interesting stuff. There you go. That was our giant offseason question brought to you by Sherwood Ford and our player grade brought to you by Star Mechanical, all centered around Cody CC and the blue line. Loving everyone hopping in the chat. Um, Sergeant Battle says we should have never traded first pair ready Kesselring. Yeah. 
first pair on Arizona. And he, he laughed. I know it was a joke. It was a little tongue in cheek. Um, Yevseyev was his last name. JLM's in. Um, yeah, JLM's in. He's actually dropped in a bunch of really good comments today. Yevseyev played decent minutes in the KHL at age 18. When, I don't know. The Russian prospects right now are so hard to get a read on. Yeah, it's, it's such a difficult thing to evaluate. But yeah, that's kind of what I noticed in him too. Is he is playing in a, yeah. in a men's league right now and he's playing mm-hmm. reliable minutes. And I mean, I think he was a sixth, fifth rounder or something yeah. like that. So, hey, who knows? Good guy to take a flyer on. Less threw in CC to Montreal. I they got Edmondson, Savard, Justin Barron's on the right side there. Then they have the young pieces, Gooley, Harris, Matheson's on the left side. They they aren't they aren't interested in Cody Cece. I just don't really see that at all. Um, and JLM just put into they have Lassie Thompson and Jacob Bernard Docker as well. And oh, that's Ottawa. That's Ottawa has him, yeah. Another I don't think Ottawa wants Cody Cece back. Bring him back. They need that experience from the, the Eastern Conference I, run. This might, no, I'm going to save it for Trade Machine tomorrow, my Ottawa ideal. Ooh. I'm going to write it in the show notes right now. Carl. There we go. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a tease. That's a tease. That's, a, that's how you bring people back for a Friday show. Uh, let's get to our AMA Travel Trade Machine, brought to you by amatravel.ca slash dreams. But they have a vacation machine where you just plug everything in. It spits out a vacation. Very cool. Check it out. Uh, here's today's deal. It involves an Alberta team. But it's the Calgary Flames, and they're moving Elias Lindholm as they begin their retooling, and they send him to Minnesota. Minnesota apparently wants help down the middle, and why wouldn't you go after a guy like Elias Lindholm? One, for a bona fide top six at times top line centerman, he's got one year left on his deal, and it's only 4.8 mil. They can afford that. And Minnesota can't afford a lot. What do they give up? Adam Beckman. WHLer led the dub in scoring one year or was yeah, close. Like 124 points with Spokane or something. And you get Minnesota's 2024 first round pick. So many uses their 2023 first rounder because they probably need some more prospects in that system. But they give up Beckman and they give up a first to get Lindholm for next year. Liam, listen, it might seem like a lot to give up. A good prospect and a first for Lindholm. Mm-hmm. I don't think it is, and you're getting a full year of them. This isn't a deadline move, so this is uh, this is where I'm going. Who says no to this bad boy? I I think Calgary might say no. I I wonder if they would want a slightly better prospect than Beck, Beckman. I keep wanting to say Beckham. Yeah. Um, but Beckham Beckman is good, and I think one thing that would benefit them is the fact he is a little bit older. Yeah. And that means he's. Probably a little bit closer to the, I don't think Calgary wants to be down in the dumps for very long and they yeah. need to kind of get moving a little bit. 24 goals in the AHL last season with Iowa. So it's an interesting one. One team I'm, I just thought about this. I wonder if the Pittsburgh Penguins would have any interest in Elias Lindholm. I can I, see it. I don't know what their cap is and all that kind of stuff. And even if they have prospects, but, but that's a team that wants Malta. to yeah. start moving on a little bit and get back to that run. Like interesting, but I, I could see Minnesota trying to go for this and because they need to find value. Yeah. Really? Like that's it. And so Beckman, his first year, he's played two full seasons in the American League. First year he scored eleven goals in sixty-eight games. This last year he spiked twenty-four in just fifty-three. Played fifteen less games and more than doubled his goal output. I think he's a prospect who's coming and has substantial value. Uh, so I, I think that's why Calgary might want him. And like you said, he's a guy who could like honestly play in your NHL team next year. He's twenty-two years old. Yeah. So I, that I, in the first. I I don't like giving Calgary credit, but I will give them credit on this. 
I love the fact that their AHL team plays in the same city as their it's NHL so team. Nice, yeah. Is extremely beneficial, even in stuff like just your staff can be around them all the time. Like if like Beckman needs a little bit of extra skills, for example, mm-hmm. he gets there. Like the Flames guys are right there, and you don't have to call him up for a week to get it. Like it's just it's, it's beneficial. I think more teams should do that yeah. to be honest. But it's an interesting one. And just out of curiosity, I looked the Pittsburgh Penguins twenty million in cap space next season. They're losing some big deals. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Um, Les says Calgary tanking next year. Odin says Calgary says no. Jared says, I don't think Calgary's rebuilding. Um, Odin adds that it won't be a top pick. QF Pro, first rounder is likely above 20. See, I think for Calgary, it's a decent chance to take that many, many craps to bed next year. Yeah, big time. Why not? When, when is Minnesota eventually going to run into this like cap issue because yeah. they have $15 million in dead cap space next season? So yeah, their dead cap space is jumping. This year it was 12.7. Next year mm-hmm. it's 14.7. If the cap... So we all agree. Best case scenario is the cap goes up four mil. Yeah. If the cap goes up four mil, Mini will have 11.2 million. They have three UFA forwards, three RFA forwards, three free agents on the blue line, and they need Philip Gustafson to get a new deal. So out of that 11.2, Philip Gustafson probably wants three of it. Yes, definitely. He had a great year and he's got Arbright's. So if he takes three, you're down to 8.2. Addison needs a deal. If you bridge him, you're down to probably like 7.7. Um, you either you probably need to in some way replace the Dumba Klingberg opening you now have. Mm-hmm. So that's going to cost you a couple million. You're down to five point something. Sam Steele and a few UFA forwards. You don't have a lot of money, which is why I think they might even add to this deal and throw in more to get a piece like Lindholm for one year at 4.8. I think would be very valuable to them. I wonder if they would put money into the deal. You know, like Calgary eats some. No, or, like, oh, mini. like they trade. Like I don't even know. Who's they they available. throw in a third, and Calgary has to take maybe like a, even like a a Middleton. Yeah, like I don't know. Middleton, something like something that. Like but that. yeah, this the other thing, dude. Looking at that team, they don't exactly have pieces that you're like, oh, they'll, they'll move that easily. <laughs> yeah, I was really open when I said that, and they would just jump out on yeah. the page. One like the guy who did they ship to Buffalo? That was just like a pure cap dump at the deadline. Uh, Jordan Greenway. Oh yeah. Yeah, Jordan Greenway, who apparently everybody wanted and then became a gap one for the last second. Yeah. But when we were looking through this and we spoke about it off the show, Mark Andre Fleur is going to be an interesting name this summer, I, I think, think so. too. One year left, three and a half million, obviously not where he used mm. to be, but hey, maybe some team would, would take that. If yeah. the Oilers didn't have Jack Campbell, I actually wouldn't mind Mark Andre Fleur on this team for that much. Yeah, but the Jays or the Oilers, the Oilers do have Jack do. Campbell. Yeah, so we won't be getting him. Maybe Pittsburgh. I just said the Jays again. Oh, Jays. I'm speaking like crazy. Uh, let's wrap up the show with our uh, Betway look around the sports world, Liam. Yes. Yesterday, I bet on the Blue Jays on the run line to finish off a same game oh. parlay. It was Chapman to get a hit, Brandon Belt to get a hit, Jays run line. Ding, ding, zero, zero, bottom of the ninth or bottom of the 10th or whatever it was. And Danny Jansen hits a bomb. All he had to do was hit a sack fly, hit a bomb. Jays run line miracle. My Betway account, nice and flush now. I'm very happy with it. Um, But Jays wrap up their series tonight against the New York Yankees, a big four gamer. Um, So giddy up there. Also game one of the Eastern Conference finals tonight. Who do you think is winning this bad boy? I think Carolina is six. I have Florida in seven. I I mean, how can you? How can you not? How can you not? I just think Carolina's defense might be a bit overwhelming. Yeah. Um, like it's freaking good. Yeah. But saying that, like the Bruins have a good blue line. Yeah. Toronto's blue line is, is good. Yeah. But this one is like the, like Jake Slavin might be the best defenseman in the league. Nobody ever mentions in that group. Yeah. yeah. No, he's Very the least good. shutdown guy. 
for sure. Uh, player props I like tonight. Natchez shot prop. Anthony Duclair goal or points at plus 115. Natchez is minus 140 on the shot prop. Uh, NBA tonight? Uh, yeah, Denver, Lakers. Denver's taking it. Whatever value you can find, I would just take Denver. What's the line? It is, yeah, Lakers were, uh, sorry, Denver was favored pretty heavily, minus 210. The spread is five and a half. I think the last game ended up around the a, five. Six, exactly. Like six point, because the Lakers came back in the in the fourth quarter, but it was a 12-point swing at one point. Yeah. So minus 110 on the point spread there. Luck. Lakers have been a good story, but Denver's also the number one seed. Jokic, Murray. They're really, really, really good. Really good. Michael Porter Jr.? Yes. It's good. But LeBron, he's one of the best for a reason. Second best. Yeah. All right, there you go. Shout out to our friends at Betway 19 plus. Please play responsibly. AMA Travel Star Mechanical and Sherwood Ford the Giant, who has always provided the Sherwood Ford Giant inbox question. Oilers Nation every day from the Sports Closet Studio. We'll be back in the Sports Closet Studio tomorrow at noon Mountain Time. Uh, there you go. Thanks for tuning in to everybody. Hit the like button, hit the subscribe button before you go and have a good Thursday. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands plus quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.